Welcome to That Reality Show, the podcast where we interview reality stars and find out what's really real. This week on the podcast, we've got Celebrity Big Brother winner, Alex Reid. And I don't know if you can tell by Stephen's voice, but he's not here, he's on a phone. So apologies for any bad sound quality. Coming up, there's going to be a bit of this. Because it's a well-trained killer over the other side of the cage who wants to kick your ass. <laughs> You're not really thinking about sex, bar one time. A bit of that. A tablespoon of semen has a nutritional equivalent of egg, eggs, steaks, lemons, oranges, all this goodness, so it's really good for you. And loads more of this. I wasn't addicted to the crack pipe, I became very fastly addicted to the fame pipe. I've dressed up as a girl, I've enjoyed it. I don't want to be a woman, it's like I don't even, I can't remember the last time I cross dressed. He's Stephen Bailey. And she's Brennan Ruth. <laughs> and this. Is that reality show? Often oh, there's a delay on the phone. Episode five. We've survived a lockdown. We have survived it, and we're still going. We have other people in the bag. Well, we, we've thank God we did some work before all this happened because we are fast running out of guests. Oh my God. Do you remember when we were like, oh my God, we've got a series. And then we were like, great, and we can have a week off, and then we'll book some more in, and then we'll do another six. Bloody hell, the world did not agree with that, did it? No, it's like the world doesn't want us to do a podcast. I mean, I don't think that's lockdown. I think the world doesn't want us to do a podcast. No, I actually think our podcast is very interesting. Someone... The, uh, on CC's podcast last week, they said, what did they say about it? Like, it was, like, deeper meaningful. Yeah, it was enlightening. Enlightening, that's what they said. We're so, enlightening. And don't forget, don't, on our first day, we shot up to number one. And then now we're back down to number 638 in the charts. So if we can all share and shit, that would be amazing. Yeah, because that's the key to the internet, isn't it? Like, if you share your podcast and share things that you like, loads more people enjoy it. And then we'll get, next thing we'll have Gemma Collins on. Because, Stephen, this week, you got a little sherry thing on the go, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I did, um, what did I do? I had Christmas. You had your fake Christmas. It was so good. Anything just to get rich to make up. A nice Christmas dinner. It was so worth it. It was very funny, though. Did What did you get as presents? Easter eggs. Oh, because it was Easter, wasn't it? Um, Easter. So we did it for a week. And then we were like, oh, this might be a bit of fun. And we put up the tree. We put up all the decorations. And we downloaded loads of Christmas films. So we only watched Christmas films. Honestly, I think I had the best week in isolation ever. That sounds perfect. I think this week I'm going to do a fake Halloween and dress up as a sexy cat. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. You could do Hanukkah. I'm going to do, yeah, with with these Jewish curls that I've got, I could definitely get away with it. (laughs) So what have you got planned this week? Um, Probably same as you, babe. Not much. Sitting Um, down, completing Netflix, and listening to this podcast. I've got to say, not to turn all Oprah on you, I know we're trying to be the new, like, Anna Deck, but I'm going to go more Oprah and Gail. That's her. Well, do you know... Um, Go on. Do you know, we've got competition now. There's two other boys, reality boys, actually, that are trying to be the new Anna Deck. Have you heard about this? Oh, my God. Are you talking about the Pritchard brothers? The Pritchard brothers. I mean... 
I don't know what to say about it. I'm sort of like, yeah, fair play to you, you posh little lover boys. But also I'm like, fuck off. Well, I feel like, you know, we've worked from the bottom up. Do you know what I mean? But they, they yeah, they, they came in with a bloody silver spoon in the mouth. I mean, it'd be inter- I would just say they did the Steph show. We did the Steph show. Two very different reactions. I mean, what, for us or for them? What was their reactions? No one knew they were on it. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get cracking into this podcast. So, who have we got this week, Stephen? So, we have Celebrity Big Brother winner and, like, world champion boxer, cage fighter, don't really understand sports, but it's such a mask job. We've got Alex Reed, Katie Price's ex-fella. Well, I didn't want to bring that up, but it did not take you long into the podcast to bring it up, did it, sweetheart? Let's have a listen to this. I just want you to know, only because I'm fascinated, do you know when you were doing all the fighting and you said sometimes you come out with the scrapes and bruises, did you get more, like, female attention after that? Um, yeah. Because I would find that really hard. Do you know what? It's funny because... I'm trying to understand the psychology. Women generally actually kind of get... They would like... They would probably hate me for saying this, but they, they generally get quite horny. Yeah. Yeah, and, and anyone who's attracted to men, you know, it's kind of a sexual thing, isn't it? Pretty yeah. Oh, you can look after me and all that sort of... I don't know, you tell me. Well, I would find it hard to... Like, when you were saying, like, you were all pristine and, like, looking fabulous... Do you want to be ravaged by a case Always. By a... I mean, my boyfriend <laughs> went for a run the other day and his hair was just all floppy. And I was like, you look so fit. And he just looked out of breath, but I was like, that's hot. How do you deal with that, then? Like, after a fight or after, like, do you know when it goes like, fuck, this is good. And guys... Well, actually, you know, the weirdest thing, and um, sexism on my mind at all, is that's such an anticlimax. You're in the cage, right, or in a, in a competition. The last thing you're thinking about... Bar one time, and I'll tell you about that in a second. <laughs> you got your you're running because you're about to. You're, it's scary. Yeah, it's very similar actually. I've had the same feeling. We're we're sitting here now, um, backstage where I'm going to perform. It's a similar feeling being in the change room before I'm about to go out. You're so you've rehearsed your lines, you've rehearsed the play, but you still don't know how it's going to quite go. You've done all your training, you've sparred lots of rounds, you're fit, you've done your combinations, you've studied your opponent, but yeah, you're you're nervous as hell. You come out. And you've got all of the press, you've got all the ring girls who come up and they try and take pictures of you. And you're like, fuck off, get off. You just want to concentrate on the, the job at hand. Because there's a well-trained killer over the other side of the cage who wants to kick your ass. <laughs> you're not really thinking about sex. Bar one time. Tell us about yeah. this time. This so, is what we want to I, Longevity, and I studied Taoism for a bit, which is about, um, it's a Chinese art, how to breathing, health, very ancient. And they, there was, they try and... Um, keep their semen in keep the semen in uh, yes so because it reabsorbs a tablespoon of semen has a nutritional equivalent of egg, eggs steaks lemons oranges all this goodness so it's really good for you mm. so you basically like fuck yourself that's, 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 that's <laughs> so hold on every time I swallow there I'm you go basically feeling a body there builder. you go there it's you like you've done a bloody so, crossfit workout just all so those what I what, what they teach in ancient China is like um, well even today uh, when you, I would, I would learn to orgasm without ejaculating. There's <gasps> something else. I used to get it. I think he just did it. And it, was, <laughs> and it re- so I went with, for two months. I thought two weeks, 
because I don't get aggressive. I wanted to keep my testosterone, get a little bit more wound up. So mm-hmm. I'm like, ah. I thought if I go for two months, I'm going to be like a superhuman, incredible Hulk. <laughs> well, I got to the fight, and all I could think about was sex. That's not good. So I'm in the ring, looking at people Especially in the audience. Especially going to ring with a man with shorts on. Well, I was doing that. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't looking in, but I was looking at people in the audience, like, oh, yeah, and I got punched while I'm saying... <laughs> Than I expected. Because this is the thing, this is one of the reasons why I like it. But <laughs> I, I just think it's great because when I first came across you, it's because of all the, you know, what we all know the fact that you. That I'm an amazing cage fighter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> don't swear, we don't swear. There's one word, one. And it, we, yeah, we don't mention that name. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, we can mention you know, it. We can mention it. Yeah. We can mention. So it. you came in, you came into the public eye yeah, yeah. because of understandably. Yeah. I I guess. So we see you in the papers, and we're like, look at him. He's big. He's macho. Gorgeous. He's gorgeous. And then Spud. he's he's lovely. <laughs> and then you went into big profile, which yeah. we saw, and you. Change my perception. Did he, I don't know where he well, you stole my heart. I wanted to be celebrated for having accomplished something. All of a sudden, I meet her. That's what we call her. And How I, did you meet, if you don't mind? Um, Facebook. Really? Oh. I've got my power of Facebook, but I've never met me once. So, so, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, Facebook, yeah. So, and it was I, overnight, I didn't understand what was going on. I was like, wow. It's, it's, I didn't understand what. Um, really the celebrity I, I knew who she was because yeah. I mean I saw the magazines but I couldn't understand why she was in the magazines all the time and all of a sudden almost overnight I'm in the magazines overnight this is what, and it, for a while it is a drug mm. uh, it's like I wasn't addicted to the crack pipe I became very fastly addicted to the fame pipe yeah. serotonin dopamine uh, wow look everyone likes me and then it's you you, you totally lose sense of reality. I call those the LSD years. I wasn't taking LSD, but it was like I was on another planet. It was yeah. like a trip. I was in the paper every single day. It's like, it's surreal. I, like, I, mean, I, I didn't like it. it was, I was starting to get horrible, bad um, press. Soul destroying. And I'm like, I'm a professional actor. I was, I was doing, I just got a, a really decent role. Um, well, I hadn't got it. I hadn't secured it. I had a five auditions for a BBC drama. And I was also um, being put forward to be an anchorman for the UFC in America. Oh, and they, at that time, uh, Middle America wasn't, they didn't like the weirdness of the cross dressing cage front and all that sort of stuff. So when all that sort of broke out, it, you know, they do what they say one door closes, another. Open. Slams shut. I knew you were going to say that. It was too obvious. <laughs> My brain totally went that. I was like, no, he's got going to do this right. So I, I thought, okay, all right. Do you know what? This is, this is, this is being blown out of proportion. So I decided to embrace it. Okay, let's just go with it. We I mean, like your lemons, and I wish I hadn't because it's very sad that all of that stuff has been used against me. When as, uh, and that, that is sad. And now, um, all I'm going to say on that is. I can't say too much for legal reasons, but um, I have had to take action because it's still going on to this day, the degradation um, against me for someone's financial gain.
Do you feel like your life was out of your hands? I was saying to Brennan before, I was like, it's almost like it's not really reality, is it? They, yeah. they people decide to put one side of you out there yes. rather than whereas we're all these different layers. But like, I just get seen on TV as like the camp one. So does Brennan. Uh, <laughs> but there's like so many things. Like I can be serious. Did you feel out of control? Well, I it was so. I had a mind man because I'm really into my, you know, all sorts of weird and wonderful mind gurus, hypnosis, yeah. spirituality, Reiki, and all that sort of stuff. And my mind man was saying, like, the day before the Big Brother started, I got the opportunity to go on. I was going to go in there. I said, I don't want to be famous being famous. I mean, I was kind of, I wasn't quite addicted to it properly, the, the fame yeah. pipe. It hadn't quite got a hold of me. And I thought, do you know what? He said, if you don't go, you don't go in it for that. Go in it to show people the real you. Mm. Just be the real you. The real you. And you can put on an acting big brother for a few days, but for, for a month, you can't put on an act. Yeah. And I showed the real me. And guess what? From 40 to 1 odds to win, being booed on the way in, having things thrown at me. Really? I got yeah. the highest vote in the history of Big Brother, 69% of the vote. The really million. So they've never beaten that. No one's beaten that. How did winning feel? Because you said you went in Surreal. LSD. I, I'm, I, I, I have done this to LSD. I can't remember. I did it. How old am I? I probably did it <laughs> about 20 years ago. I can't remember, but I mean. That means it was good LSD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's funny, the play I'm doing when we talk about LSD, I was trying to remember what it was like. Um, it, those, what, the, the world was surreal. I'm on TV, it's still now. We're sitting here talking about stuff. It's surreal to think I've, I've been part of all of that. It does not, it's, is it real? But isn't it amazing? Because you were saying before about wanting to like leave a legacy and be successful. Isn't it great? I know maybe Big Brother's not the thing what you wanted to do, but you were successful at being a man people just loved and warmed to. That, that was lovely. And still to this day, I get people on the street every single day come up to, and that's nice. And as much as I still get a bit of silliness from about somebody else, mm-hmm. I get equal, if not more, about martial arts and, and being a good guy. Because, and that makes me, I feel good about myself. Now, yes and no. If I could go back and do it again, yeah, I probably would. There's certain things I wouldn't do when I come out. Like what? Oh, yeah. If you don't mind me asking. I wish I had a TARDIS. I've said this many times. But yeah, I wouldn't... Um, I wouldn't go to Vegas. That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> That's where you got married. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> happens in Vegas, Brenda? Yeah, so... Um, but, and I often wonder, because if I didn't, I often wonder, this is, this is getting heavy, if I didn't meet um, her, I wouldn't have met the second one, or maybe I would, and I wouldn't have my child. Listen, I, I've done some silly things. I've not done anything that I'm actually ashamed of. I've done things I'm... Well, I have in my past, way before all the celebrity stuff. Yeah. We've all done things we're ashamed of. They, they shape us. I haven't done in my recent history anything I'm ashamed of since I came into the celebrity world. Mm. I've done things I'm embarrassed of. Yeah, I got a pair of Crocs once. What a mistake. <laughs> I mean, like... I talk about this. Peter Andre was just on, on uh, GMTV mm-hmm. with Piers Morgan. What question was he asked? Um, I know, no, 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 he was asked about obviously our ex-wife 
Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you, you bought together, you're like, what's your movie? You have a half for the week, <laughs> and I have a half for the week. And I'm like, so we, um, yeah, he said, I can't talk about that as much as I can. And he did that very classily. When she was on, he asked her, who's your worst husband? That's unfair. I mean, and, and you have to understand, I, I see why, because the whole media way it's worked out, they get hit. They know that question is going to generate, garner media interest. But that, for me, is a world of shit. Yeah. And I am trying to, and I, I'm talking about it now, because I think it's a sense, I'm trying to, I'm not trying, I am, regaining my integrity and credibility in something mm-hmm. I love. Um, I turn down celebrity stuff all the time. I asked, I got asked to comment yesterday on what was going on last week with my ex, and I, and it's tempting because I can make a few quid doing. I can make actually quite a lot of money. There's lots of stories and things, but I, I see I could be a prostitute and sell out to the media. And I was a prostitute to the media for five, six years until my daughter was born, and I sobered up to media. And you think, this isn't, this isn't making me happy. Did you ever, was there ever a point where you did get caught up in that, where it was like, do you know what, because you did get flung into celebrity life, where they go, do say it, and you go, okay, because you didn't know any better. Of course, I mean, I've got eaten alive. It's like, with, I was like having a pea shoot against uh, Abraham's <laughs> And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm like, this isn't right. And I'm like, how do you fight that? I don't, I've got, look at the whole, I'm, I've been purported, you've both said, I'm not the, what I am, there's a, there's a misconception about who I really am. And do you know, congruently, when anyone who I work with for a while, bigging myself up, it's my chance to big myself up, um, they say, and, I, and it's kind of sad, I'm really sorry, Alex. I got you so wrong after about three or four days. And I'm like, oh, thank you. But it's kind of like shit for me because, mm. like, if, it, it, it's nice that they, you know, we, we didn't realise how you are. It's so not how you are. But I think that's because people have silly tunnel vision. Like, with of me, if you think about the Roxanne thing, again, just going to that really quickly, is like you say, now you get loads of people messaging you who are confused about yeah. it and they come to you because you got. So, in a way, even though you went through a hard time with it, it's been a positive for other people. Yeah, but it, it stopped me. I mean, like, listen, let's, let, let's go into that, because, I mean, I didn't really cover it. I, I've dressed up as a girl, I've enjoyed it. I don't want to be a woman, and it's like, I don't even, I can't remember the last time I cross-dressed. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not, I'm not saying I'll never not do it again, it's like, if it feels good, I'll do it. Yeah. But it's not something that's on my radar. I don't really consider myself a cross-dresser. Who's, I'm a happy dresser. Yeah. And it just happened to have done something bit kinky sometimes, you know. And I guess in a way it's like someday you're feeling chubby like... and frumpy so you wear your baggy jumper and your baggy jeans. It's just a, another expansion and of that, isn't we, it? Yeah. We, we've got such LMC, low metal capacity, and I understand society. We all need to fit in boxes. Mm-hmm. And if we don't, it's the people uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I, I've studied this back. We've become extremely adept at the psychology of being the outsider. As a kid, I was the kid that got bullied. So I got tough. I asked all the questions the other kids would ask. Why is that? Why is the sun up there? And then all the kids would laugh at me. So I got myself tough yeah. to be... Um, and I still get bullied now because there's still a Peter Pan and a little boy 
not that innocent, but actually innocent in my in my mind. Although I've done some things that probably aren't too savoury. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but they've not been done with bad intentions. Is it hard being in the public eye and still having those insecurities? Very because much. like, yeah. I'm insecure about loads of things, but I can just go home and shut the door. There's no one waiting outside with a camera. And you're opening yourself up to like a million bullies then, aren't you? Especially with internet now. Do you know what it is? It's about, and I, 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 I'm, it's, it's about, I've always looked, and people do, and especially the Love Island, the, the people coming into celebrity, celebrity, they're looking for outside acceptance. When you're looking for outside acceptance, you're never going to get it. Because if you don't accept yourself, yeah, because the other man, you're really good, you, you feel great, you're great. And then guess what, when you go home, you've got that self-doubt. Yeah. Yeah, but you've got to accept yourself and love yourself. If you don't love yourself and accept yourself, you're in a world of shit. And it's, and that poor Michael, um, you know, I've lost people to PTSD. And it's unfortunately, it's, um, hmm. We've gone very serious here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good, but it, yeah. I'm not ready to talk about that, but we can talk about that another time. That's absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah, it's, the, the, the reason why I don't want to talk about that, and I, you know, is because certain people have been. It seems like it's the trendy thing to do at the moment um, to talk about mental health, and mm-hmm. which is, you know, and I don't want to come across as someone who's just trying to garner. A bit of media interest in that because it's so serious to me. Yeah. I don't want to belittle that. Well, it's not like I think to me and probably to you as well is it's all nice with all these flashing lights and everything being lovely. But at the end of the day, it is someone's life, isn't it? And it's I think mental health is sometimes seen as like oh, it's fine, man up, grow yeah. up. A million percent, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's one of the bad things. I mean, you might have broken a nail, and I've just lost my whole family. But you can't cope with breaking your nail. I mean, this is an extreme example. Yeah. And it's, it's probably never going to get like that. And you want to commit suicide because you've broken your nail. Well, I've lost my whole family. And then, hang on. But then, and I'm like, you, you start judging yourself because, you're, well, he's lost his whole family and I've only broken my nail. But it's still, how, how do I know? How, can you, how do you deal with that pain? You might, I might deal with break, losing my whole family better than you breaking your nail. Yeah. And then you start questioning yourself. Oh, well, this is what I've done. I've questioned myself because I'm like, how can I? I've got friends, uh, soldiers, kind of an squaddy, who've you know done done themselves, and you think, how can I ever feel like doing something silly to myself when they've witnessed the most horrific things? And then I start judging myself. So you start having a dichotomy. Stop being a pussy, Reed, and, and then that gives you more stress. Decided to go on a reality show or become a celebrity or whatever, what would your advice be to them? Um, that was a good question. Though. Great question. Yeah. I saw you look proud of yourself. Well, they've they, they got to have. It's not just about being a celebrity because that won't last. Look, there's so many now. I mean, uh, look at this Jedward, there's uh, uh, Joey Essex. I mean, there's stuff. I think they might be still doing stuff. Um, uh, well, my ex-wife, I mean, I don't know actually what she does to tell you. Is she a glamour model? What does she do? I don't really know. But my point is, you need a career or something outside. You, I mean, unless a you're skill? Looking at, a skill. 
a skill, not necessarily a career, a skill. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because I don't believe it lasts. And also, it gives you a passion. What you need more than it is a passion. I did a show, I can't remember what it was, it was, it was on a ITV um, about two, three years ago about being famous. And I was asked in there as a, a, an expert on what it's like to be famous. And I said, be careful what you wish for, because so many young people just want to be famous now, they want to be on reality TV shows. And I'm like, then what? Then what? Like, they haven't got anything. Like that, is it Mike, Mike Flusses? It didn't really, they, how are you going to make money? They make, unless you, do, I mean, Joey Essex, I'm sure Jed would, they made a lot of money. And they, they, you know, but not all of them are going to make a lot of money. And you can't really go back to a reception job after some. What do you like do that, then? You know? I can't do a normal job. No. I mean, I, I, I'm like, I'm a, I'm a grafter because I've done, I've done all sorts of jobs. I'm an ex squatty, you know. Um, but I can't really walk on a building site. I don't want to work on a building site. I can't go and do a normal office job. Yeah. I could, but it causes more aggro and, and disruptions. Is it hard when the shit does hit the fan, which it has very publicly, is that hard to deal with? Because I've been through breakups, you've been through breakups, but we've had to deal with them in in our own way with our families. Is it hard to deal with a very public breakup? Yes. Well, I've had two, and they've been horrendous. And in between those, I had... in the end of the relationships, the romance sort of fizzles out, so you don't get so much action. So if you haven't had action, all of a sudden you're single and you want a bit of action. Right? Yeah. So I had a bit of action in between. I had four kisses, four bits of action, I had four kissing tails. So that's oh dear. Because, of, because of how highly media prolific the, the two people were. I'm like, so that's not nice because you just want to, you just want to be a normal person for a bit. So you find, find yeah. out to trust people then. Mm, yeah, yeah, but then you just you you can't you get a leather skin, a thick skin. You understand how human nature is, and you know um, it takes a while. Yeah, I mean, to, you can't. How can you really trust and love someone until you've been with them for so long? Yeah, you can't. You can. You could be fall in love instantly. How can you? You don't know them. Do you not think he's like a gentle giant? Yeah. I, just, I want you to adopt me. Because I think <laughs> what I think is so lovely is that you again, it's that thing that we saw when we when we watched you on the telly, where to judge you on like at face value, you look like you're gonna kill someone because you're muscly, yeah. you're tall, you've got the biggest mouth I've ever seen in your life. It's armor. <laughs> it's armor. Armor. Armor is because it's very soft on the inside. And it's, I was bullied. So I made myself extremely tough. But also, I also learned how to bend. Mm. You know, you've got to be flexible because you've got to roll with the punches. And to roll with the punches, you've got to be loose. And I don't mean, well, literally, you know, if there's a street fight happens, but also metaphorically. You know, the media come with you like, you know, if someone's round with you, knowing when to, like, okay, this is when I've got to be strong, this is when I've got to bend. If a, if a tree doesn't bend in the wind, it'll snap. Yeah. Once it can, it's how you've got to bend, you know. So, You're so serene, I could sit and listen to this all day. You like um, the Dalai Lama? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just had a lot of pain and suffering. I'm like, what is life all about? How long, do, you, do you know the other thing that we should learn at school? Come. 
death. We should learn about death, about dying, because, and that's not morbid, if we learn that one day we're so fearful in modern society about dying, look, we're all, there's only thing we can be sure of, none of us are getting out of our life. Mm -hmm. And whether you believe in God or spirituality or if you believe you, that's it, regardless, what have we got? We're a bit of luck. 70, 80, maybe 90, maybe even 100. You know, if you, you change a few things. Let's live this life the best we can in this, in this physical form. And let's make the most of it. You know, we've got shit to do. So nice, isn't he? He's so nice. He's oh, he's got. Do you remember when we talked about him having um, just one nipple? I mean, yeah. And then you got Harry Styles, who's got three. They should talk. Harry Styles has got three nipples. Yes, babe. I think he's got four actually. I mean, that's greedy, isn't it? Yeah. A bisexual with four nipples. Jesus Christ! Give it a rest, Harry. Well, I know, and you know, there's a. Re I mean, I know this isn't about Harry Styles because we just finished Alex Reed, and there was a very interesting interview I thought with Alex. But I will say, there's rumours that uh, Harry Styles is going on to celebrity RuPaul's Drag Race. I reckon. I reckon he'd be great on it. Be so good. Well, the old queens dress up as celebrity. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so it's not really down to them; it's down to which queens they get. I think. Well, we'll have to fucking look out for that. But back to Alex, because that's who we're talking about. <laughs> Alex Reed's going to be listening to this going, why are you talking about Harry Styles? Um, I think Alex Reed is going to have already forgotten of who we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he probably Googles himself, though, so we'll see it. Um, God. I think, we talked about this episode going, oh, should we put it out in this time? Is it a bit weird? Is it a bit sad? I think this is perfect, because the way he ends it is, you've got to keep looking forward. Yeah. And I just, like, it was so nice that he gave up his time. If you want to find him on Instagram, it's at Alex Reed, official, I reckon. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's go with that. And what's yours, Stephen Bailey? Oh, me? I'd hate to push myself in a time of cry thief, but at Stephen Comedy, Stephen with a PH, do it now. And mine is at Brennan Reese. Please, 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 if you're bored, which you are, we all are, share this podcast Give it five stars on iTunes. Share it on Spotify. Give it your mum. Do whatever. Write it out and hand it to an old person. But we'll be back next week with another brilliant episode. The sound quality will be just as bad as this one. But until then... <laughs>